Hey, murder lovers. My name is Mackenzie. This is Fatina. And you're listening to Stranger Danger, a true crime podcast. Welcome back. I'm just really proud of us for saying it correctly. <laughs> this time. I know the last Nailed one. It. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, shall we? Yeah. Jump right in. I have mm-hmm. no idea what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> this is my current passion project, if you will. Okay. Everybody's like, are you talking about Johnny Depp? No, but close. Okay. This is the legend of the Flying Dutchman. It sounds familiar, but I have no idea. Great. Perfect. So this is a legendary ghost ship. Oh. So it is said that the Flying Dutchman, there's two different accounts that I've heard, maybe three, that is said to either never be able to make it to port or only once every seven years. Uh-huh. It is doomed to sail the oceans forever. So the Flying Dutchman, um, the legend of the Flying Dutchman, maybe I should preface, this isn't true crime. This is like ghost story, yeah. if you will. Sprinkling in I'm a little, there. Yeah, a little backwards. Yeah. I've got a lot going on in my brain, okay? If you've right. watched our Instagram stories, <laughs> I digress. If you watched our Instagram stories, Johnny Depp trial is happening and it's Met Gala night. Could there be more on my mind? No. Yeah. Okay. And just so you guys know, I have not on purpose been watching any of the Johnny Depp trial just because I was like, you know what? Who better to explain it to me and give me a good recap of this than you? Hmm. So we talked about it and we're like, we're just going to wait till this is over. Yeah. So you can tell me the who, what, where's like anything. I'll do my best. Because just like the um, Robert Durst documentary i'm yeah. like it didn't make sense till you explained it so uh, there's so much going on and you've kept up on it i'm just yes. i'm eager for it to be over how yes. much longer does it have we are looking at six weeks in total Whoa. and we are currently on day this is like 12. week three this is starting week three holy moly so if you are biting your nails trying to keep up with Johnny Depp and you're like, I want to know everything that you know, you can go over to our Instagram at a stranger danger podcast. I am updating every single day of the trial with the spark notes, if you will. Right. I'm doing my best to explain why things are happening, what their intention is. I was going to go into it and not pick a side, but honestly, Amber Heard's team made it so, so, so easy for me. Team Johnny Depp <laughs> all the way. Um, so you, I was going to try and give a non-biased opinion, but the writing's on the wall. It's too yeah. obvious. I can't ignore it. So... And you put a stories like you've. It is on stories. Okay. And I've saved them all in a highlight reel. That's so what if I meant. you are behind, there are multiple highlight reels. Start at JD versus AH1 and work your way back to three or four by the time you're listening to this. Maybe five or six. Who knows? Whew. I can only put so many stories on a highlight. So yeah. <laughs> I am chronicling it. Chronicle. Chronicling it? <laughs> you're chronically chronicling it. <laughs> I am chronicling it. I'm playing correspondent yes, to <laughs> the Johnny Depp trial if you want to follow over there. Yeah. Back to my story. Go ship. Go ship. The Flying Dutchman is said to have a sea captain who once found himself struggling to round the Cape of Good Hope during a really, really bad storm. Where's that? India. Okay. Off the trade. Passage? Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a good word to add. Canal, Canal. if you will. <laughs> So the captain, he swore that he was going to succeed, and he said that he would sail through until Judgment Day if it meant that he was going to survive the storm. 
And legend has it that the devil himself heard his oath and took him up on the offer. Ooh. And the Dutchman was condemned to stay at sea forever. He but he survived the storm. Oh, God. So his only hope for salvation, so basically the only way to break the curse mm -hmm. is for him to find true love. And he has to find true love in the form of a woman who will not forsake him for anything. She's full commitment, 100% in. So Disney fairy tale story. Kinda. Yeah. But like make it ghosty. Yeah. <laughs> Disney but make it ghosty. Yeah. But he's sailing a ship that's condemned to sail at sea for the rest of eternity and he has to find a woman. Right. How's he going to find a woman? Exactly. So part of the agreement is that this is where I'm getting into like sometimes the legend is that he's supposed to sail forever. Sometimes um. it's every seven years. And then there's one stipulation that's going to come into play down the road. But for right now, according to this legend, he can stop sailing once every seven years and he can get off the boat, port and go ashore yeah. and search for his one true love and hopefully find somebody. Right. So one of the origins of the legend of the Flying Dutchman comes from Captain Hendrik van der Decken, a.k.a. the Dutchman. He departed Amsterdam for the Far East Indies, and he loaded up his ship. He had all these, all of these things that cost a lot of money. He was going to make it back to the Netherlands, and this was in 1641. Okay. When his ship rounded the Cape of Good Hope, mm -hmm. like we talked about, a storm suddenly appears and catches the crew off guard. They're not ready, and they're really scared. As one would be if you're right. sailing on the ocean and a big storm comes. Yeah. So they're begging their captain, Captain Von Der Decken, Van Der Decken, sorry. Uh, they begged him to turn around. And they were like, this is, we're not going to make it. Yeah. So you need to go back. We need to wait for it's this storm shit, to pass. But not yeah. literally. Yeah. And he was like, nope, keep moving forward. As did the captain of the Flying Dutchman, right? Why would you do so that? So he's like, keep moving forward. Some say that he was insane. Some say mm. he was drunk. There's a chance of both. <laughs> Probably. I was going to say pirates, but he's no. not actually a pirate. Oh. So. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where's the rum? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> as he refused to turn his ship around, the vessel sank into the ocean. Oh. And from this story, this is a true account. This actually okay. did happen. From this story comes the, the legend of the Flying Dutchman. Oh. So the first documentation of the Flying Dutchman came in 19, or I'm sorry, 1790. It was documented in a book. I actually don't know if it's a book, but the title of it is Travels in Various Parts of Europe, Asia, and Africa During the Series of 30 Years and Upward okay. by John McDonald. So probably a journal or something. A or... very long title, yeah. something or another. <laughs> and John McDonald quote said, the weather was so stormy that the sailors said they saw the Flying Dutchman. The common story is that this Dutchman came to the Cape in distress of weather and wanted to get to harbor, but could not get a pilot to conduct her and was lost. And that ever since, in very bad weather, her vision appears. Oh. So essentially, tried to come ashore, could right. not be guided into port, mm -hmm. was caught in a storm, and forever lost to sea, and now comes back when the weather is bad, right. basically. The next reference that appeared was in Chapter 5 of A Voyage to Botany Bay in 1795. This was quoted as, George Barrington wrote this, 
I had often heard of the superstitions of sailors respecting apparitions and doom, but have never, but had never given much credit to the report. It seems that some years since a Dutch man of war was lost off the Cape of Good Hope and every soul on board perished, her consort weathered the gale and soon arrived after at the Cape. So essentially saying that the ship itself was lost at sea, but seems to make a reappearance in the Cape itself. Mm. He also wrote that nothing could do away with the phenomenon of the minds of the sailors. So basically, like, nothing could dissuade them from thinking that there was a ghost ship. Mm, Yeah. They essentially started this legend, which spread like wildfire, and the supposed phantom that came of that was the Flying Dutchman. Gotcha. It is said to be a common superstition of seamen. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) We're all adults here. I think that was in a Friends episode where that became a thing. There was also a legend that hurricanes would bring about the ship. If there is a hurricane, you may see the Flying Dutchman. But also, the crew of the Flying Dutchman is also said to be not great. A little cursed, one might say. Some of you are thinking it. I know it's coming. They're like, a cursed ship full of sailors? This sounds familiar. Not to you. We'll get there. Okay. You'll be like, oh, yeah, why didn't I put this together? <laughs> um, so the crew of the ship is supposed to have been guilty of some crime. So it's a ship full of people that basically owe a penance, if you will. Okay. Like the outcasts of society. Yes. And, okay. So their punishment is navigation of the sea. And they are sentenced to sail the ocean until they die. Or until the period of their penance has expired. The hell? Like so, a floating jail? Yes. Kind of. That's we'll weird. get there. We'll get there. It is said that the boat itself is was loaded with great wealth, but also the scene of murder and piracy. Within the boat? Yes. Okay. That murder could happen and piracy could happen. Okay. So now we have a cursed pirate boat. Right. I've never watched any of them. Oh, my God. Okay. Because there's multiple, right? BRB. We got to go watch Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I was really waiting for you to have, like, an aha moment. And now I've been robbed of it. It's fine. It's whatever. (laughs) Everybody else will get it except for you. Go watch it so Johnny Depp can be paid his royalties. Oh, it's funny. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. The wind was taken out of my sails. It's okay. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> the ship itself is described as fast gliding. Her sails are full, though the wind is still. Mm. And there blows not a breath her sails to fill. Because it requires no wind to actually sail, it's been referred to as the ghost ship, a.k.a. the flying Dutchman, because ah, it flies gotcha. without cause. I was wondering where the flying came in. That's where it comes in. The apparition of the boat is considered to be one of the worst possible omens that one could get at sea. Oh. It basically indicates, like, everything's going to hell. Yep. Another variation of the legend is that the captain himself of the Flying Dutchman is modeled after a Dutch captain named Bernard Fokey. He is suspected to be in league with the devil. Some say that he made a pact with the devil to get wind in his sails for seven years, but in turn had to sail for eternity. Oh. 
He was known for traveling at record speeds. He could complete six-month mm. voyages in three months. Okay. He was the fastest on the Indian Ocean. The most popular sighting of the ship came with King George V, who said that he saw the ghost ship during a three-year voyage in 1880. He said it was at 4 a.m., and 13 members of the crew saw a red uh, saw a red light glowing from a ship. So essentially Weird. the ship was illuminated in red. Weird. At 10.45 that morning, because this happened at 4 a.m., so 10.45 uh -huh. that morning, one of the seamen <laughs> uh, who reported also sighting the ship fell from one of the top masts oh. and died. Oh. With that came this legend that if you saw the ship, you could be cursed. Right. There are several accounts that people died after seeing the ship or mm -hmm. reporting that they sighted the ship or they became severely ill. Weird. Uh, the most recent sighting of, like, infamy, if you will, was in 1939. The residents of Cape Town, South Africa, claimed to have seen a vessel under full sail before it just suddenly disappeared. Vanished. Yeah. I wonder if the people that died after seeing it then got picked up by the ship and then continued onto the ship. <gasps> that would be cool. Weird. Um, and that actually wasn't the most recent sighting. That's bad. But that is a more recent sighting. Sure. Um, in World War II, a German submarine crew supposedly saw a ghost ship in the Suez Canal. Don't think that's how you pronounce it, but yeah, it's okay. it's Suez. Is it? It's yes. been in the news a lot, yeah. Okay. And then British writer Nicholas Mont Montserrat also spotted something like the Flying Dutchman during his time with the Royal Navy in World War II. Did he die? I mean, eventually, eventually yeah. <laughs> doesn't say how he died. There are many explanations as to why this could occur that involve optical illusion, basically mm. the sun acting as a projector off the water into a blank blue sky and things with how light bends and all that scientific sure. stuff that is beyond my scope. One of the legends in particular, and I'm so disappointed now because I was really burying the lead. <laughs> oh, my story is ruined. Um, one of the legends is that the ship itself is captained by Davy Jones. Okay. Now, you said something about purgatory. Yes. So, Davy Jones is also known to be the sailor's devil, if you will. You might recognize the name from references of Davy Jones' locker. No? Uh-uh. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Do I would bring Kara in here? <laughs> Has she seen Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm considering it because this is just falling flat. Phoning a friend. Hello. Hi, sweetheart. Hello. Hi. Are you busy? Yes. Like, actually, though? I, no. What's up? Drag your ass out here. Yeah. Okay. All right, bye. Goodbye. She doesn't know. She's never seen Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Me? Your wife. Oh, yeah. She doesn't <laughs> She doesn't know who Davy Jones is and has never heard of Davy Jones' locker. So I'm trying to tell a story and it's going to fall flat because your wife has not done the proper research. Do you have 30 so, minutes? So would you mind doing this? I'll go with the girls. You need to hear it, but I need a reaction because this is not working for me. Yes. Okay. okay. Pop your ass down. 
I like so had her really thought out this this thing, and she's like sitting here just looking at me blankly. She's, like, she's, she's like, no idea what I'm talking like, about. Having these pit stops to like check in with me, and I'm like, you've got nothing. Yeah, me. nothing is registering. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. Or Fatino is disappointing me with her reaction. So Kara is tagging in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know the Flying Dutchman. Yes. Of okay. course. Great. You do? Perfect. Yes. What the hell? Then I don't even need to explain the background. Okay. <laughs> Picking up where we left off, one of the legends of the Flying Dutchman is that it's captained by Davy Jones. Yes. Now, Davy Jones, who Kara knows, <laughs> is known to be the sailor's devil. You may also recognize Davy Jones from Davy Jones' locker. So, r- metaphorically, Davy Jones' locker, for those who are not in the know, Fatina, refers to the bottom of the ocean. So when a sailor dies or there is a shipwreck that goes to the bottom of the ocean, they'll often say something about being thrown to Davy Jones' locker. Yeah. I've never heard that. Where, like, everything goes that dies in the ocean. Yeah, everything that goes to the bottom of the ocean is Davy Jones' locker. Well, it's okay. I don't make Fatina watch... Movies that I know she would absolutely detest. (laughs) Why would you detest this movie? It's a classic. Well, like, like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. She'll What's watch, not to like? She's watched Harry Potter. Yeah. Then why? There's nothing not to like. She well, there's me. there's I'm... magic in the pirates, but there is cooler magic in Harry Potter. Well, Harry Potter is actual magic, but there's curses <laughs> in magic. pirates, which I feel like is way more Fatina. Yes, but it takes longer to get there, and it's a little like the action, not my thing. Yeah, no, it's really not her thing. Like I don't go to movies with her anymore. It's because fine. she falls asleep. We've been married long you ruined like... my whole story. I was trying to like bury the lead and then be like this grand reveal that this whole legend is the Pirates of the Caribbean story. So what but is this here Davey's we are. Foot Locker? Oh my god. A very um current event ish. Yes. It is. It is. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. At some point the Flying Dutchman comes into the hands of Davy Jones. Now, Davy Jones is known to be the sailor's devil, and you may have heard references to Davy Jones' locker, which refers metaphorically to the bottom of the ocean. So if a sailor dies, um, if there is a shipwreck, anything that goes to the bottom of the ocean goes to Davy Jones' locker. So in this particular legend, Davy Jones is a great sailor until he falls in love with the sea goddess Calypso. He's given the Flying Dutchman as well as the task of, oh, that's what it is. So he gets the Flying Dutchman as well as the task of ferrying souls. So he transports the souls who have died at sea to the worlds beyond. Oh, okay. So he's given the possession, like he's given the ship? Yes, he's given the ship. Yes. Okay. As part of the trade, it is allowed to set foot on land once every 10 years in order to be with Calypso on the contingency that she is there waiting for him. Mm. That's his one true love. Now, if his love is not waiting for him, she's failed in being the one true love, if you will, Mm. and he's doomed to be cursed forever. At one point, steps ashore, and she is no longer there. And so he ends up cursed as captain of the Flying Dutchman, cursed to sail the seas forever at that point. But he still goes back every 10 years to try and find her. Right. Oh, okay. 
in his position of guiding the souls and people, he's put in a position where he's able to make a lot of deals. Mm. Deals with the devil. Yeah. And at one point, a certain pirate comes to him to resurrect a ship known as the Wicked Wench, who he would then turn around and name the Black Pearl. And this pirate is Captain Jack Sparrow. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Although I like Wicked Wench more, though. (laughs) I kind of do, too. (laughs) You may recognize this legend as the plot of Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men's Chest. So, as the legend goes, Davy Jones' heart is kept in a cage. So the bargain in order to resurrect the Black Pearl is that... Jack Sparrow owes the Dutchman a hundred years of servitude, but he's been on the run ever since getting his ship back. Oh. Yes. Okay. And I am, (laughs) just so you guys know, I am reacting with like, I didn't know that because I have not seen Pirates of the Caribbean, which Mackenzie's really disappointed at me about. But to (laughs) me, this is all, you know, if the movies are based on the legend, then this makes it make sense to me. Yes. It is. It's based on several different legends. So we have the legend of Davy Jones, legend of the Flying Dutchman, and then the Kraken comes into play at some point. Sure. Like, they're all... So, like, all, all these ocean legends. Yeah, and it gotcha. makes Pirates of the Caribbean and Jack Sparrow. One of the film installments. Yeah. To find out how it ends, you'll just have to go watch the movie, and that way Johnny Depp gets his royalties. <laughs> um... Now, in Pirates of the Caribbean, the Flying Dutchman, the ship itself, but also Davy Jones's locker, it mm-hmm. serves, and this is Davy Jones's locker, also like in the real myth, not just in the movie, but in the real myth, it serves as purgatory. Oh, so if you are being punished or if you are serving out a sentence for a deal that you have made with Davy Jones, you serve it out in Davy Jones's locker, or. Potentially, the Flying Dutchman. So underwater jail, underwater or jail, ghost if you will. Ship mm-hmm. jail. <laughs> yes. So that is the story of the Flying Dutchman. While researching all of this, I also came across several different stories of creepy ships. If Ooh. So one of them is the Mary Celeste, and the Mary Celeste was a merchant ship or merchant barge. So she was. Passing the Santa Maria Islands in 1872, in November of 1872. But then when she was found on December 4th that same year, so it literally had been like two weeks, no one was on board the ship. The ship was missing its entire crew, but still had its sails all intact. A lifeboat was missing, but all of the provisions were left untouched. The crew of the ship were never found. Weird. And there's no, like, rhyme or... Like, it's not like the ship was damaged that showed, like, a storm had happened, anything like that. Lifeboat was missing. All their gear was left untouched, and they were just gone. Weird. There was also the Joyita or the Hoyita, depending on how... Where it's from and how it's pronounced. I don't really know. J-O-Y-A-I-T-A. Hoyita. Little gem. Okay. Perfect. Uh, This was a merchant vessel... And it left harbor on October 3rd, 1955. And five weeks later, the ship was found with all 25 passengers missing. The radio had been broken. 
and but it was attempting to send out some type of distress signal oh. when it was found. All of the life rafts were missing. The captain's log was missing. The navigational equipment and the firearms kept on boat were all missing as well. And the investigation determined the fate of the crew and the passengers to be inexplicable. Determined to be inexplicable on evidence submitting at the inquiry, a.k.a. they have no idea what happened to any of them. Yeah, right. People are just gone. Yep. That is so bizarre. There is also the ship called the Carol A. Deering. And that was a five-masted cargo schooner. I don't know boats, but it's a schooner that was last spotted with its crew on January 28th, 1921. It was traveling to Rio de Janeiro and then going back to Norfolk, Virginia after delivering delivering a cargo full of coal. Hmm. When she was found, she like the boat. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Isn't that weird? They gender boats. Yeah. Yeah. Boats are she's. Uh, She was found abandoned. Three days later, off of the Carolina coast, North Carolina to be exact, the lifeboats and log boat were mi- or long bu- log book. The lifeboats and log book were missing, and the disappearance has been hypothesized as being caused by weather conditions, pirates, and even commun- communists. Oh wow! <laughs> we don't know what happened. So here are the fifteen options. <laughs> yep. Still to this day, there is no conclusion as to what happened to them. Weird. So that is the legend of the Flying Dutchman, Davy Jones, Pirates of the Caribbean, and a few other ships that had some creepy circumstances around them. I have a special request. Okay. Because you brought up ships, ocean, and missing. Okay. If you could cover the Bermuda Triangle for me. Oh my God. No, you do it. <laughs> I, I think, you know, as a kid, I was like... Oh, I want to look more into this. And obviously there's no internet back then. So I remember like looking up at some books and I'm like, this is so interesting. I want to know more about it. And I know some podcasts have covered it, but I'm like, there's so much and so many tales of planes missing, boats missing, you know, people missing in general from that area that I'm like, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Um, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have Patreons. Yes, we do. To think. All right. So our first one joining the Diet Coke Fund is Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jessica. Welcome. And we have joining the Murder Lovers group, Holly. Hey, Holly. Hey, Holly. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you both. All right. Okay. Again, if you are a Patreon and you have any suggestions on cases you'd like to see covered, please let us know. Send us a message either on Patreon or to our email. And keep up with the Johnny Depp trial with Mackenzie over at Instagram and her daily updates. Yes. I will be over there. Literally (laughs) every single day that they're actually in court. It's crazy that they're um, putting it all on... Like lives and so, stuff. So come to find out that was Johnny Depp's doing. Amber Heard's team tried to shut that down and Johnny Depp's team fought for live streaming because they didn't want the media and or Amber's team picking and choosing what made its way into the media. Ah. He did not want anything to be distorted or taken out of context. That makes sense. Full transparency. So that I'm is the reason why. Because not only is it interesting to watch, you know, a trial, but it does you know, 
serve for full transparency. Yes. They can't make up stories about what's being said or whatnot. I am learning so, so, so much watching it. Yeah. Um, I was telling my friend the other day, I am currently spending 16 hours on Johnny Depp a day and eight hours sleeping. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. So literally, like, I, I work. I have a job. But <laughs> on trial days, which are Monday through Thursday, I am also, like, watching the trial. And if I don't get it done within the trial hours, I'm catching up in the evening. And then I watch every single TikTok that everybody sends me and everything that everybody DMs <laughs> me. And I try and figure out what my thoughts are and post my thoughts and, you know, do. I'm trying to make sense of it in my head. Right. And so it's taking a lot of time and effort, but it's and fascinating. every witness takes forever, too. <sighs> Listen. Yeah. The guy that's on the stand right now on my way up here, it's um, the deals guy, which if you if you're following on Instagram, you know who I'm talking about. He is. Let me see. Richard Marks. He's a technical forensic analyst. He's the one that talks about how he makes deals for talent regarding films. 30 minutes was spent just on like his, his background. His education and his job history. And it's weird that they do that. I, I can tell you from my recent experience on the jury that it's so weird how you see someone like, let's say a police officer take the stand and they still take the time of like, who are you? How long have you been doing this? You've got training, right? What kind of training? How long have you done the training? Yeah. Like they are just trying to. What makes they, you qualified? Yeah. And I think they're just trying to establish that a person is credible and that, so, therefore, the questions, like, the pertinent questions that they're going to ask towards the end, mm -hmm. basically saying, well, you can believe him or them or mm -hmm. her because, you know, we've established that they're a credible witness, that they're, right. you know, so-and-so members of society. So, it's just interesting to me how much time is spent on establishing someone's credibility. Which is important, I guess. But And I wonder how much it matters when it comes to the jury. Like, for me, I found myself, like, with this guy being like, oh, my God, get to the point, you know? Yeah. Like, I was fast-forwarding um, quite a bit because he talked forever. But I just, like, genuinely didn't care. Like, right. tell me, like, give me the spark Why notes. are you here? Yeah. yeah. And literally all we need is a couple sentences. Right. If I have more questions, like... I'm sure some attorney will clear it up at some point. But I just, like, I don't know that that necessarily makes a huge decision when the jury sits down and goes, can I believe them? Well, it also it also matters on whose witness it is. Because yeah. if he's the defense's witness, or whosever witness it is, they get the first and the last word. Mm -hmm. So if they have the first word and then during the cross they get asked something weird, they can redirect and clear it up. Right. But if it's the opposite's desk's witness, you get, like, one shot at right. asking your, your question. So it just depends on whose witness it is and what they want to get from them. It's kind of weird. I'm fascinated by the court systems. You're, like, in it now that you've done jury duty. Yeah. I understand it a lot more as far as, yeah. like, like, either why either some charges are made or why some are dropped or, you know. That was interesting to me with grand jury, too. I remember we, um, when I was on grand jury, we dropped a harassment charge. And basically, like, I was very much pro-harassment charge. And the rest of the group outvoted me on it. 
and said no harassment charge and I still stand by my decision. And then once I signed the paperwork and delivered it to the um, DA's assistant. Yeah. He was he explained to me the reason that we added this charge is for negotiation. Mm -hmm. When we're looking at making a plea deal, we add these things because we'll go, okay, we'll drop this. But you plead guilty to like the harassment charge instead. Right. And it's just it's so interesting how all of that works. It hopefully I don't want to say it's like a game, but it's a gambling chip. Like, yeah. they use these charges as gambling chips sometimes. Yeah, or, totally. It's just weird. But anyway, so um, if you don't know, I was on a jury recently. We'll be doing an episode soon for Patreons about the whole experience, and um, that should be our May Patreon episode. Perfect. Cool. I'm super excited to hear your story and how you, like, the experience you had. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. I'll bet. That's the type of trial I don't ever, like, I yeah. don't want that kind of responsibility in my life. But the jurors all bonded, and I think we went through, like, it sounds weird to say, but this this significant event together in life. We're getting together for dinner next week. My God. <laughs> Only you go in and make friends with people like this. If I had been that, I'd be like, if I had been chosen, I'd be like, yeah, no, count me out. No, nope, we went yeah. and got beers right afterwards, and then Hilarious. We, we have a group text going, and we're ha- we're all having dinner together next week. How many of you are there? 13? Well, well, no, there's 13 going, yeah, because the alternate is um, joining us as well, because they didn't get to process the entire deliberation, and as soon as we were being released for deliberation, they were let go. Because 12 of us were there, the first 12. Mm. So juror 13 and 14 were let go. So they didn't get to grab our names. They didn't get to discuss any part of the piece of the trial or anything. They were just, okay, thanks for listening to all days of jury or trial, witnesses, whatever I'm saying. But now here's the day. The first 12 are here. You guys are dismissed. So it's so weird bizarre so i feel bad for them because i'm like yeah oh, you didn't get to process this yeah at all we had to like text them like hey here's what we came to yeah that would you'd feel like you got robbed of closure oh yeah 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 for 100%. sure so dinner next week <laughs> yes all right thanks guys thank you okay bye-bye bye